0: Father, thank you for this beautiful day that you've given us. Thank you for getting us all through all of the bad weather that we
1: had yesterday and through the night. Now, thank you for allowing us to come and serve you and worship you this morning. Now, we ask that the people here know that there's work to be done. And it takes
0: a little bit of money and that's when you can give freedom for God. In Jesus' name we pray. And Amen. 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 number Amen. 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 Revival all day on that day. That's going to be Sunday morning, Sunday night. And Brother Zane Smith is going to be here with us, holding those two So, everybody be in prayer. Tell all the young people that you know about it. Tell them that uh, that Brother Zane will be here. Most of you know Brother Zane, and those of you don't. You're going to be blessed by him coming. He's a young preacher. Praise God. that just love the Lord and just love the of God and, and you will live life on the Praise God. Any
1: other now? Just in All right. All oh, right. Oh. All right. Well, now, Happy birthday.
2: Thank okay. you. But
1: it is such a joy to serve him and to know him and to be a part of his family. And I congratulate this morning that he is a merciful God. Yes. Yes. If it weren't for his purpose, none of us would make it. Not a one of us. But there's not a one of us that's worthy to be
2: called.
1: He is to start with. And I know the truth. He will to grant to the gift of the crown. And I remember, you know, this morning I was thinking of, the last few days, the Lord has washed my eyes. I was going everything that's come up, I thrive like I go You know, and uh, the songs that I've listened to all of my life, have just touched my heart so deeply it just takes my uh, Knowing that I can leave this awesome life to live in a minute. I can lay down at night and go sound asleep and go and drive never into my eyes to again. The, the next thing I'll, see is, see. Man, I'll see you Amen. Amen. Wake me and I believe in okay, him or the back The, altar. Oh, and he was just right. the head went to the altar of And it. The 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 the
3: the the to the They had been living a hypocritical life, but they had got saved that night. Praise Lord. It is all because of somebody that wanted to do something for Jesus. Amen. Uh, A little child. And you know, when she did that, I could never get her to sing anymore. That ended her singing. She'd say, Daddy, I don't want to. But I'll give you a quarter. Daddy, I don't want it. I don't want to say it. But just to know that God used that little child that night the way he did. This one old gentleman came up to me, not hardly as old as I am now. But he said, Brother Jimmy, I'm 69 years old and I can count on one hand all the times that I've missed church on Sunday, on one hand, in my lifetime, and I thought I was all right till tonight, but Jesus really got a hold of me, and he saved my soul. That's what obedience will do, church. When you obey God, I will sing, and God does save it. It'll do things for you like you wouldn't believe. That child started singing and she spoke the word and started crying. That doctor feel full. So you see, it's not what you say sometimes. It's what you get up to do it for. Amen. Amen. So just try to listen to this as I try to sing it this morning. I was. I'm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: yeah Yeah. i a really I'm it. We got to and I. Will... Obrigado. Baby, well, I'm out. Baby, 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 i I ON not turn NEVER awesome I it be a house of bread. fire, a fire on my turn and burn up. a burn up. Out, turn and burn a
3: house of bread. Amen. Amen. That wasn't
4: Oh, let <laughs> give the Lord another big hand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like to welcome you into the house of God this morning. This love of the God. Yes, right. yeah. yeah. Praise God. And we certainly appreciate the good offering that we give today. i uh, had uh, 30 in attendance and uh, offering $866. $8, Let's give God another Amen. Yeah. Turn with me to the book of Luke, uh, chapter 15. We're going to talk about some things today that uh, maybe you forgot about. This scripture has been preached so many times, but then you know uh, I preached it enough times in about four days off, but it's just something about today that he wanted to mess to preach this, time. this is this is such a true story. It's not a fable, it's not a uh fairy tale or anything like that, but it's uh, starting at the 11th verse of chapter 15, and we read this, but, and he said a certain man had two sons, now if you'll notice in your Bible if you've got the red letter edition, this is Jesus talking, So yeah. the younger of them said to his father, father give me the portion of good that fall to me, and he divided them unto him his living. Now, this young man has been raised exactly like his brother. Yeah. He has been led exactly like his brother. Been exposed to the same teachings of God and things that, that his daddy taught everybody else that he was around. But yet, this younger brother had decided, well, I know more than my daddy. I know more than my daddy, so I'm going to go ahead and do it my way. So, as it was in the day, it is today day, you know, you have an inheritance coming. And some of them have great inheritance, some have small, but it doesn't make a difference, still inheritance. And the younger of them came to his father and said, Father, I'm going to leave and go do my thing, my way, and I want you to give me my portion of my inheritance. So he divided it up between them and said, not many days after that, the younger son, into a far country. There he wasted his substance for his riotous living. I'm going to tell you, uh, it reminds me so much of the days when I was raised as a child, because uh, I was really raised in church. (coughs) My mother carried me to church. Daddy didn't go very often. Hard to ever go, maybe a funeral or something. I was raised in church, and up until I was 18 years old, I don't think I ever tasted of a beer. But when I got that old, I got thinking, you know, I can just, I can do it my way now. I'm brown. I don't want anybody telling me how to live. Y'all ever been there? Huh? Have yeah. My goodness, evidently there's several men in my position, have you? <laughs> Praise God. But he said he left, and he took all that he had with him. And he went into a far country. Well, you know, that's a similar story to my own.
3: As we went off into this
4: far country, into this riotous living, that was out there that I'd never experienced before, because I was raised in a little community called Dry Creek. It was so far back in the state that you know, most people didn't even know where Dry Creek was and, and uh, didn't know what sin was in Dry Creek because nobody came in there and exposed us to it. You know, we were just a pretty good bunch of people that lived pretty much by the, the way we were living. We had some hard, hard daddies that made us live the way he did, whether he lived it or not. Come on. But here this young man took it all into another company, girl. And guess what? He got out there and he had the biggest bunch of friends. Yeah. You know, most of y'all don't know it and, and I'm not proud of it, but I used to run taverns in Lee County and uh, I've seen this very thing happen many a time. As long as this young man had a pocket full of money. Lord have mercy, they just get up there and they just pat him on the back. They tell him what a great guy he was. All the way up till that last beer was bought. That last dollar was spent. And then all of a sudden you look around and there's no friends left. Well, here this young man was. He was in a foreign country, Brother Byrne, and there he was. He spent all that he had, and all his babies had just left him. Oh, yeah. So now let's see what happens. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and it began to be in war. Yeah. My goodness. He spent everything that he had, and then... The people that should have been his friends and helped him out when he was in need of his song stuff, praise God, they were gone. Yeah. Well this Valentine, he had no one to help him. That's right. I'm telling you, he was he was a stranger in that land. Even the people that left and went with him from his father's house when they carried the herd that that part of the herd that he carried over there with him and The flock of of sheep or whatever he got in his inheritance, all those things, when he carried them with him, those people that went with him, helped him uh, with the herd, they were gone too. Why? Because they couldn't get paid anymore. That's right. You know? Well, here he was. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And that citizen sent him into the field to feed his wife. Now, this old boy was a Jew. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If there's one thing that will really tear up a Jew and really work on his mind, you put him around a swine. Because God called him unclean. Now, here he was out there in the very hot pen. With swine and feeding no swine. And the guy didn't even bring him anything to eat. Look at it. Said, but he would have been vain, have filled his belly with a husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. You ever been there? All you buddies love you. Man, that's good, man. Boy, okay, that party you threw last night was good. You know, I'm sad to say that I had family in a party last night. They were cooking a birthday supper and drinking that old beer for somebody they knew. But I did you this morning when all that was gone. <laughs> They had a headache. That's all they had left over a hangover. Have y'all ever had a hangover? Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you, yeah. I used to drink enough to float most ships.
0: <laughs>
4: you know, and the next day I'd get up like that ship ran over me. That's how I'd feel. That's why he felt, praise God. Then he came to himself. Well, Jimmy, ain't you glad we came to ourselves? He came to himself. <laughs> And he began to think about something. And he said, how many hard servants of my father's have bread enough and despair, and I perish with hunger? Oh, well, you know, he just kind of thought in his mind. He said, now, let's check this out. Let's look back, don't Let's see what it was like back there. Let's look what it, like it was like back there when I was at daddy's house. He said, well, you know, everybody there had plenty. He said, not only did they have plenty, they've had extra. Mm -hmm. Uh Boy, ain't that good with God. Ain't that good with God? Praise God. Hallelujah. And said, and here I am, I'm starving to death. He came to his mind one more time. And he said, I will arise and go to my father and will say of him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hard servants. Mm -hmm. Well, you know when he left, he had fine robes on. Yeah. He had shoes on his feet, had rings on his fingers. I mean, he was one of the, the prime bunch. Yeah. But now he is just wanting to be a servant. I just not want to show up at the table and eat. That's what he saying. Well, here it is. And he rose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servant, Bring forth the best robe, put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat, and be merry. For my son which was dead is now alive again he was lost and is found and they began to be married my 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 that's why jesus is yeah you know you think when you're a young child and you come to know a little bit about jesus you join the church and you get baptized and you think well everything is good and then the Devil comes along and takes you off in that faraway country. Yeah. yeah, He begins to talk to you and tantalize you with lusts of the flesh. Yeah. Things that just in the flesh. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you get to looking back and saying, "You know, my father don't know exactly what's going on here. Daughter. He's mm-hmm. up there in heaven. He'd never been tempted like this." Here I am down here and I'm in the flesh and I'm feeling tempted and, and I want to do some things that make my flesh happy I guarantee you if you counted it, the friends that you've got that run around with you sometimes when you've got plenty of money, you heard everyone of them say, well, I'm I just want to try this one time. You know what, when I was uh, lost from Jimmy, they, they brought me that first can of beer. Mm-hmm. Say, so just try it, it's good. I don't know where they got that from, because I'm just going to be honest with you, as much as I drank of it, I never did really like it. Uh, <laughs> then they brought that little marijuana, cigarette log, and they gave me a. Puff off, try this, you're going to love it. And I tried it and all it made me want to do is sleep. But I had no part in me sleep. I still didn't figure out what was going on. Then over the years, they had the whiskey and they had the speed and other things that were so active and so plentiful in those days. Now I know there's lots of things that's a lot stronger than that now around, but I'm just telling you about when I was lost. And all these things made my flesh, Brother Byron, want to go and do fleshly things. Yeah. It made me want to run around with a different crowd. It made me want to do things that wasn't taught about in church. Well, you know, I hid it for a long time. Long time I was in the barn and people in my community didn't even know that I went. They didn't see me because I didn't bring it home to me. Kept it in those joints. But I found out while I was down there that I was in a place that would leave me to die. Yeah, I found out real quick. That sooner or later, I was going to meet my date of death in those places. And I didn't see any way out. Didn't find any place to get out. Just because I wanted the flesh. To feed pleasure. The flesh. Yeah. That's what this boy wanted. He wanted that flesh. He wanted to be looked up to by people that he didn't grow up with. You know, one that grew up with, and they still thought a lot of him. If he'd have been there around his father, he'd still be recognized as his father's son. But he wanted to go somewhere else and be somebody that didn't know him. Be the big shot that didn't know him. You know. So there he was in this land, and he realized, If I stay here, I'm gonna die. If I stay here, I am gonna die. Mm -hmm. Well, the Bible says in Hebrews 9 27, that if not a man wants to die, and then it's judgment. That's right. So everybody's got an appointed time to die. Is that right? Is that what it says? (laughs) So if we got an appointed time to die, we gotta make preparation for our death. Not for our living, but our death. That's right. Now this other one just for our living, Brother Vernon. This is the thing that made our flesh, flesh feel good, and we wanted to live and feel good. Yeah. But then we realize that we're not going to live forever. And someday we're going to die. So we got to make preparations. That's what this young man did when he got hungry. And he got the thing about Daddy's house, got cleaned. For well, a person that has been raised in the church, they told about Jesus in the church all the time that they were growing up. And then the flesh took over and got them out in the world. Yeah. Sooner or later, they're going to hunger. Yeah. They're going to hunger, and they're going to want something to take the hunger away. The good thing about it is that you've got a father in heaven that gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's right. Yeah. Well, have I went too far? I've heard them say that, brother Jimmy. I've heard people say, I've went too far. I can't get saved now. I can't get straightened out no more because I done went too far. I was in church, but I've got away from church. Now I'm gone, and I'm in a a place where I'm dying, and I need to get back. The good thing about it is this. Let me tell you. You're in a great place to get it right today. Everybody put your hand on on your chest. You can feel a heartbeat. Uh-huh. Can't you put it up here? You put it up here. It's still beating, it? eh? Yeah. Anybody dead yet? Huh? Hold your hand up you dead. Everybody's alive. Alright, that means that everybody in here, on the sound of my voice, can get things right with God today. Come on. Okay. All right. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that amazing? That everybody in this place, whether you're right or not, can go to heaven if you really want to. Think about this now. Think about it. Listen to me. Why? Why would I want to go to heaven? I can tell you why I want to go to heaven. Because I got to go to hell one time. When I looked down at my feet that day, 39 years ago, and I saw the flames of hell coming up through the floorboards of that church, and it looked like they were coming out of the barn of hell, and they were licking my feet. I knew right then it wasn't where I wanted to go. Now, I didn't get no vision of heaven at that time. I have since. Got a view of heaven, a little glance. But it's still not as good as it was. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Shirley? As beautiful
3: as that
4: picture was in my mind, and as I think about heaven now, the beauty of it, it's still not as pretty as it is because he said, I have not seen. Because I knew that I did not want to be in that devil's place in that hell. You know, hell was created for Satan and his angels. That's been enlarged because of unbelief. Nobody has ever been sent to hell. Nobody. Choose to be there today. That's right. What? Listen to me now. Well, brother, you know, you know, I like to party. I'm gonna just break the news to you right now. This is not real good news. They're not partying in hell. That's That's right. right. That's right. Right. No matter time at the times when I was lost, that people told me to go to hell. And my answer to them was this I'll save you a front row seat. But you know, after I got saved and I got studied about hell and what was going on there, I found out something. There ain't no party going on down there. Amen. There ain't no front row seat to save you. That's right. When I look <coughs> in the book of Luke, where it was talking about the rich man Lazarus, and, and it described what Lazarus went, uh, went through—he went to heaven, to that heavenly place, to be comforted because he was a beggar and he got mistreated all his life. And then the rich man died, and he lifted, lifted up his eyes, opened his eyes in hell, and many, many torments, torment. that pain, that agony. That sadness is forever. That's right. Now I'm in trying to believe that the devil has went out through the land and told everybody that's lost out there, it don't make no difference, folks. You can stay lost. You ain't gonna be burnt for just a second. And you're gonna be gone. Right. You won't have suffering no more. Just that one second that you throw into hell. So it, wouldn't it be worth it to have a party now? Wouldn't it be worth it to have a party now? Come on. Well, i got news for you. My Bible says, not only is heaven eternal, but also hell is eternal. Amen.
1: The fires of hell
4: will never be quenched. Right. And the word.